Hi friends, welcome to today's episode. I am talking with Julia Hickman today. She's a lifestyle and online fitness coach that helps female professionals make fitness to improve their life and not just consume our lives. And so today we're going to be talking about how fitness and our health doesn't have to be an all or nothing thing. We can have the life that we want and still make improvements in our health and our fitness. And Julia is going to give us some tips and tricks on how we can incorporate it into our everyday lives. So without further ado, let's jump right into the episode. Hi there, I'm Jenna Kutcher. I'm the host of the Gold Digger Podcast, and I'm so excited that you're hearing me right now because that means that I get to introduce you to my friend, Michelle Hagen, and her podcast, The Busy Years. Michelle is a mama on a mission dedicated to inspire other women to chase their dreams and their passions no matter what season of life they're in. And I've gotten the privilege to mentor and coach Michelle. She was one of my top 10 students in my community of over a thousand women, and she helped lead and inspire other mamas just like you. And now you, my friend, you get a front row seat. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired. Hi, I'm Michelle, a sales and profitability strategist, mentor, and captain of your cheering squad. But most importantly, I'm a Midwest wife and mama to two spirited boys, and I'm a lover of learning, family vacations, and nap time. I built my business between the moments of motherhood, and I know that you can do it too. Being a mama is hard, and no one should have to do it alone. That's why I'm bringing women together to share their stories of motherhood, business, and blessings. So grab your coffee, wash your dishes, hey, even take a shower. Because we can do this, friend, in the middle of motherhood. You're listening to the Busy Years Podcast, where motherhood and business meet. Come tired, leave inspired. Hi, Julia. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Michelle. Thank you for having me. I am so excited for us to chat about all things health and wellness and how so often, especially I think as entrepreneurs, we think we have to have it's all or nothing in everything that we do. And I'm so excited for us to chat about that today and what you kind of feel that a good balance of that looks like. Um, But before we dive in, why don't you give everyone a little snippet about you, what you do and your journey into entrepreneurship? Sure. Yeah. So I am an online lifestyle and fitness coach and I work with busy female professionals, um, helping them make, make fitness something that improves, but doesn't consume their life. That's like my little slogan. Um, but what really, what it means is I have an online coaching company where, um, I provide quick workouts, Um, that are effective, that are not hours and hours long, and um, simple meal plans, and a ton of accountability, because accountability is such a big part of um, making uh, healthy habits a part of your life forever, and not just for like a quick fix. So um, that's what I do now. I I was a, a corporate working um, gal until I was um, pregnant with my son. And then um, that's when 
um, my husband and I decided that I would uh, quit my job and um, I started out just being a stay-at-home mom for a little bit until um, I, I was actually also a CrossFit trainer on the side. Um, but then that, you know, that wasn't really fulfilling me a hundred percent. I was, uh, I enjoyed, I, I really enjoyed CrossFit, but then I started to burn out from the workouts myself personally. And then I started to kind of not be really satisfied with, with the, the training and the coaching that I was doing. And I was, I was coaching, um, a lot of different people. So, um, women who were on my age, women who were a lot older, um, men, like very fit, like, you know, police officers, um, like, uh, athletes. So it was a big mix of different people, which was great. Like it was a good learning opportunity for me as a, as a coach, as a trainer. But, um, but I really wanted to connect better to the people that I was training. Mm. And, um, the owner of the gym wasn't really listening to my ideas. Um, so then, you know, eventually we had to part ways and I started doing my own thing and it just kind of started from training people at my house, training some women at my house and, um, seeing the need for, for more. So these women were busy working moms who didn't have a lot of time but they, you know, they wanted to get in shape. They wanted to lose weight. They wanted to feel good. Um, so I, I decided to start offering online, um, online training. And at the time it was just workouts, just online workouts. And then from there, my company grew to, to everything that, that I do now. So it's been a really fun journey. Um, it's been about a year and a half now. And, um, yeah, I just, I, I love working with, um, women who just, um, you know, they're either sitting around doing nothing because they think, oh, well, I need to dedicate an hour to exercise and, oh, I need to do these perfectly, um, you know, perfect little containers of meal prep in order to lose weight, or I need to cut all the carbs to lose weight. Um, and, and in reality, it's, you know, all that is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Um, I love how I hear so often from moms, the exact same story like you, that we were in corporate world realizing that going to work all day meant coming home and only having a little bit of time with our kids. And so you knew that you wanted more and you went after it. And um even after coaching and then moving on to realizing like, okay, I want something bigger. It's not fully filling my cup. Cause sometimes I think as women, we, and this kind of goes into what we're going to talk about today, having the all or nothing, we think like, Oh, well, if my cup is a little bit full or half full, that's okay. But knowing that like, no, like fill your cup. And if what you are doing isn't right, like it's okay to back off and to um, pivot and try something new. Yes, absolutely. So why don't we chat a little bit about this, uh, what you kind of touched on the all or nothing, because I know I am 100% that way that I feel like my diet or working out has to be all or nothing. And I either get on the bandwagon and I'm so good. But the second I fall off the bandwagon, it's like the bandwagon, then like someone stepped on the gas and left me and I'm like, Oh, well, I fell off. So here we are for a while, but then I have to like get it back on. So 
realizing um, that it doesn't have to be that way. So I'm interested to hear your tips and tricks and your teachings around this. Yeah, yes. I love talking about this topic um, because as women and as moms, I feel like we we all tend to kind of have a little bit of like a perfectionistic um, side to us um, where, you know, we want to do things the best way possible. We want to do the best for our kids. You know, we want to do the best for our, our husbands, our partners, um, our friends, parents, whatever. But then at the end of the day, we're like, we're left with nothing for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so we tend to be so hard on ourselves. And what I hear a lot is that women think that, um, and maybe men think this way too, but we're talking about moms and women right now, but, um, you know, we think that, okay, if, um, if I'm going to exercise, then it has to be this like 45 or hour long workout. And I have to do it like five days a week. And I have to eat these perfect little salads for lunch every day. And if God forbid, I have a, a, you know, a muffin or a cookie and then, Oh, then my, my diet is out the window and I'm just, I'm done and I can't do this. So it's like, we're so harsh on ourselves, um, without realizing that, Okay, so let's just say let's just say that we are able to do that. Let's just say that we do have time. I don't know who has time for hour yeah. workouts all day every day, but um, <laughs> uh, let's just say that we did. We lived in this magic, you know, worlds where we did have all this time for all all these things. What happens now when something happens in life and we get um, we get just disrupted, right? So let's just say that things are going well, there's no stress in life, kids are behaving, you know, whatever, we have time to meal prep, and we have time to exercise. What happens if, knock on wood, you know, somebody gets sick? What happens if, you know, when things go back to normal, like Mm -hmm. our partner starts traveling or something, and you are home, and you have no time, and there's stress, and you're, you're trying to juggle all these things, um, and all of a sudden you have no time again. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden you are just so stressed out that you're just like, I just want to eat like all the carbs and all the sugar. <laughs> then, you know, you're back again to where you started. You're back again at that, you know, um, level zero, level one, whatever you want to call it. It's so hard to maintain that. So that's why I never, um, I never teach like restrictive ways of eating and I never teach like crazy long workouts because they're just not a hundred percent sustainable. And in order to really create life-changing habits, you need to find something that you can embrace. You need to find something that is going to fit your lifestyle. And for most of us, that is just, it's finding that nice balance. It's finding that, um, the the harmony, right? So let's think about it. What's really important when it comes to losing nutrition? Nutrition is very important. So I would, I always recommend to try to eat as healthy as possible, Mm -hmm. meaning focusing on vegetables, um, focusing on lean protein, um, eating carbs, but, you know, trying to focus on the non-starchy as much as possible, leaving room for the desserts because they're totally fine. Mm-hmm. But just not letting the desserts be like a, like an everyday part of our lives. And then workouts are also important because things like strength training really help us build lean muscle that in the long term 
help us um, uh, not only does it do um, strength training workouts help shape our bodies by giving us nice definition, but we're also burning more calories when we're at rest. So exercise is important, but you don't need to be doing an hour of it <laughs> multiple times yeah. a week. And cardio, you know, a lot of women are like, oh, but I probably just need to do more cardio. No, cardio is actually not, um, at least not like the, the, the long steady cardio is not usually the answer. There's some cardio that needs to be involved, but, um, so basically I, I'm giving you all this information to say that, um, we, it doesn't have to be like this perfect little scenario that maybe the industry, you know, maybe the fitness industry tries to drill in our heads. Um, but we have to do some digging and just find what works for us. Find the way of eating that, that, leaves you satisfied, but also helps you um, get those results that you want and find movements, find exercises that feel good to you. Mm -hmm. You also don't want to be doing things that, you know, you're going to burn out from like yeah. over here. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, the, you know, the, this all or nothing mentality, it's just something that I'm really passionate on. Like, abolishing. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, and, um, I just want to let, you know, I just want women and moms everywhere to know that it's okay. Um, doing something is also better than doing nothing. Mm -hmm. So just take that imperfect action. Even if it means that you're only working out like 10 minutes, two times a week to start with, start with something and, you know, build from that. Um, but like, don't be afraid of like taking, you know, starting your, your fitness or your health journey just because you think that, oh, well, I'm not going to be able to do it as perfectly or Susie down the street, she does things like this. So I don't know, or, you know, so-and-so online, you know, they do it this way. So, so find, find what works for you, but start somewhere, just take mm -hmm. that next step. And, um, Yeah. So, okay, as you're talking, I'm thinking, and let's back up to where you were talking about how um, everyone needs to figure out, like, what piece works for them and, and in the different seasons. And I'm just even thinking through my head of, like, when we have little kids and then you have toddlers and school-age kids, it's a constant ebb and flow. Do you have some tips of, like, okay, how can I figure out what works best for me or when is the best time for me to try to work out because I know for me a lot of people are always like oh if you get up the first thing in the morning which I know like science says that if I work out in the morning that it's better for my body throughout the day but I hate like hate waking up <laughs> and my kids wake up so early that like for me to have time alone it doesn't happen but I could maybe work out at night or in the middle of the day how do you figure out what is best for you Yes. Um, that's a great question. So I love that you touched on like what, you know, science, what science says, but what science says doesn't mean that it's realistic for us. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm with you. Like, I don't really love to wake up super early to exercise. Um, I'm actually a runner. So when I am training for a race, um, I'll wake up early if I have to do a long run. And if I know somebody's waiting for me, like if I'm going to go running with somebody, that's like the only way I'll wake up early, but I prefer personally to work out. Um, and it, it, like you said, it depends on the age of your child. So if you have, if you have a young, 
um, child who, who still naps, then nap time is a perfect opportunity. Um, or, you know, if um, right now, if, you're, if your partner is home, then take turns, you know, just say, hey, babe, you know, can I get 15 minutes to get a quick, you know, 15 minute workout, you know, outside or in the basement or, you know, wherever it is that you work out. Um, what we actually do, my husband, my son is four and a half. So he's a little bit more independent, although he is an only child at the moment. So he, um, he is still pretty needy, but, um, we have a trampoline in our basement. So he will jump on the trampoline while my husband and I do like a quick workout. And sometimes he'll come and he'll like, you know, join us, but Mm -hmm. for the most part, he'll kind of entertain himself and like kind of watch us. So it depends on your child's personality, but if you can involve them, I think that is also a great thing because when you are showing them, um, you're making it part of their lives. You're showing them like, oh, you know, mommy and daddy work out. That's, you know, they think it's normal. It's not going to be this thing that they're going to grow up and be like, oh, exercise is like punishment or exercise is like not fun. Like, oh, like mommy and daddy, like love to work out. So, you know, it looks fun. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll do it too. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, and again, it doesn't have to be perfect. Like there's many times where I have to pause my workout because he needs a snack or he needs something, you know, and then I have, and I just jump back in, but you know, it's, it's better than nothing. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I'm so on that bandwagon of like, just work out with your kids. I used to have a yoga bar studio where I live, where we Um, would like work out with the kids and they got to come and do like stroller class with us. But even as like the kids get older, um, my youngest who's three and a half was still like, Hey, can we work out? Because he remembers Mm -hmm. or we go and like ride bikes with my older one. And so they're like, people forget like, okay, well you just rode three miles that can count as, you know, like you still got some heart rate up or Even like one of my ways, and my friend Natasha taught this to me that her mom used to call it her speed clean workout that I like work out while I clean because I try to move as fast as I can and like get up and down the stairs quickly. And like I purposely, instead of just putting stuff like at the top of the stairs, like, oh, I'll take it down to one heat, like one load, I take it down like as I have it. So then I'm going up and down the stairs and trying to get because sometimes like that's just all I have and it's all the time I have so it is I love that yeah it's movement it's movement I mean there's there's one thing to do like structured workouts which are great but if all you have time for is just getting movement and getting like steps in um again that's better than nothing and it's um it's great the way that you're doing it because you're really making the most out of it like trying to get your heart rate up and moving around as much as you can so that's perfect yeah Do your kids love getting mail? I know mine do. Every day, they run out to the mailbox, check the mail, look for their names, and see if there's something that was sent to them in the mail that day. Quite often, they come back and tell me, oh, mom, it's more bills, or here's some more papers. Do you want me to throw this in the trash? But it is so exciting to them when they get their own mail, or even better, when it's an entire package. With both of their names addressed to them, it makes them so happy and excited. I mean, who doesn't love happy mail? I signed my kids up for Allison Carter Celebrates Memories and Moments boxes. Each month, 
we get a holiday-themed box that's shipped to our door with DIY decor, crafts, activities, table supplies, recipes, and more. And my boys are so excited every month to open up their box and see what fun Allison has created for us that month. The thing that I love about the boxes is that there's no need to collect any extra supplies. If you're going to need it for the craft or the activity, Allison has put it in the box. So all you need to do is open it and create some amazing memories with your family. And best part, Allison even lets us take credit of being the rock star moms. You can go to allisoncartercelebrates.com to get your first memories and moments box and use the code BUSYYEARS to get free shipping on your first box. Again, you can go to allisoncartercelebrates.com and use the code BUSYYEARS. I can't wait to see the fun crafts and activities you and your kids do together. I would love for us to touch on the all or nothing a little bit with food because when it comes to kids, I always joke with people that I'm like the crunchy granola chicken nugget mom because I tried to like make things healthy, but at the same time, we probably eat a lot of chicken nuggets because it's just a food that they don't fight or how, you know, it's figuring out like, okay, they have chicken nuggets, but then we also include like a fruit and a vegetable and a yogurt and, you know, there's other things around it. So I would love for you to touch on like, what does that look like in food when we're talking about kids who are picky eaters too? Hmm, Good question. So I'm definitely not an expert in um, kids' nutrition because I struggle with the same thing with my son. Um, And we eat a lot of chicken nuggets here too. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think um, we try to stress to him that it's important to eat different, to have different colors on our plate. And just like you said, we try to, if, you know, if we are having chicken nuggets, carrots, for some reason, carrots, it's like the only, it's like the only vegetable he'll really I know that's my voice there's only like one peas and I hate peas whatever if you want to eat them eat them (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so then you know we have that and then you know we we try to keep it as healthy as we can but um again I think it's them seeing what we're eating like if we're chomping on chips all the time um and not eating the healthiest things like they're not you know they're not going to be as inclined to want to try things. So I make sure that whenever I'm eating like a salad or if I'm eating like grilled um, vegetables, especially because I'm trying to encourage him to eat more vegetables that I like commenting like, Oh, this salad is so good. Like, Oh, these vegetables, these veggies are so good. Um, And then he'll kind of just look at me like, Oh, and then sometimes he'll take a few pieces of my, my salad, um, you know, with a lot of dressing on it for him, but you know, um, I can occasionally get him to eat um, like that, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot of what we show them, you know, it's a lot of what they see us doing that will encourage their own actions, I think. Yeah. So do you have any tips for like, clearly as kids, we have picky eaters, but so, so sometimes it gets hard. Like I always think like, well, I know that there are these few meals that my kids will eat without fighting, but I know that that's maybe not the healthiest thing for me to eat because lasagna is full of tons of carbs, which for the boys is okay because they never sit still ever unless they're sleeping. So they can burn those carbs much faster than I do. So do you have some like tips? Because sometimes I think that's where moms get hung up in this like all or nothing because we think like, well, it needs to be chicken and broccoli and 
more veggies and salad and instead of trying to have that little bit like well it can be all or nothing but how do we make that work for us as adults and moms yeah so I, I think we can get creative when it comes to making food and I, I know like for mom I mean I I'm due with my second very soon so there's going to be a not, a not, another little person who's eating habits I'll have to worry about. And the second one is totally different. You think like, oh, I was so good. I fed my first one, all this stuff. And by the second, you're like, oh, here, you want to fry? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, whatever. But oh, it changes I, for sure. I remember like with, with my son, I was like, oh, I'm going to make his food, you know, and then I'm like, you know, pouches, jarred foods, like yeah. and all that. Um, but I think it's about like planning ahead a little bit. And this is something that I teach my, my clients. And again, I, I'm not a big, big fan of meal prep. Um, of course I work with, you know, if somebody is good with meal prep, that's totally fine, but it's not something that I drill down on people, but I'm a big meal planner mm. plan ahead. So, um, I feel like that takes that stress away from being like, Oh my God, what am I going to make for dinner tonight? What's, you know, what's everybody going to eat? Cause you know, I'm trying to eat this way. My husband likes to eat this way and my kids eat one kid eats this. The other kid doesn't eat that, you know? So it's like, do I need to make like a bunch of different meals, but it's about planning ahead a little bit and just trying to have like, um, a few things in your back pocket that, you know, most people are going to like, or they're going to at least try a little bit. So for example, if it's like some type of pasta, okay, so it's okay if you have a little bit of pasta, but you know, focus on the sides, you know, your, your pasta should not take up your whole plate. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, yeah. So for example, like, you know, we do baked CD. I'm sorry. Um, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting the kind of pasta. It it's is. your pregnancy brain kicking in. It's okay. Oh my God. Totally. It's pasta. Really, really <laughs> but anyway, so let's just say that you make pasta with chicken in it, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe your kids don't want the chicken in it, right? So just give them the pasta and give them a little something else. Give them some yogurt or something, right? So you have your little bit of pasta with your chicken, your salad, and your husband, <laughs> if it's, if he's like mine, you'll, you'll just, you'll have a giant bowl of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, having a few different meals that you can rotate through, I think it's key. So I think sometimes, again, back to the all or nothing mentality, like, don't try to do these crazy recipes all the time. And and that can be fun. But, but if it gives you more stress than, than like joy to try to make something new that you haven't made before, just stick to a few things and then just like change up little things. Um, you know, change up the sauce or change up the, you know, the type of pasta, change up the, you know, the veggies that you add on the side. Mm. There's different ways to kind of change, to kind of make things different um, without going crazy. Yeah. I love that you said like, if it doesn't bring you joy, then like, don't do it because that is one thing that we think or that you can become. So I think like Pinterest heavy, like you decide that you're going to do some type of one way of eating there's so many and you go pin everything and then you're like but this is so much work and I don't want to do that so it doesn't enjoy but I'm going to be the only one eating it so why am I going to go through all this trouble because then I still have to cook three other things yes 100 percent oh this was such good information let's pivot I know we wanted to talk about in even with the all or nothing mentality and 
how we still are partly quarantined and what the rest of 2020 looks like of self-love and how we can do that at home. Because a lot of times for people, some of the things that we do for our ourselves, we leave our house to go do. And some of that's not open or it's reopening. And I know like for myself, a huge piece of like self-love is getting to be with my people in like a huge group and going to events. And I can't do that. <laughs> now. Mm -hmm. And so it's refiguring out like, okay, well, what's going to bring me self-love and creativity in this season? So I would love to hear what you have to say on that. Yes. Um, yeah, I think that, you know, we started to kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel this summer and, um, you know, it's different in different parts of the country, but like where we are right now, everybody's worrying. I don't know if they've, um, you know, where you are, if they've talked about like school in the fall, but right now we don't really know what's going on. I know like um, kindergarten through high school, there's talk that there is going to be um, in person. We just don't know if it's going to be like all, you know, every day or exactly what that's going to look like um, with a new baby. My husband and I are trying to figure out like, do we even feel comfortable sending our son um, to school? So there's all this stress, all this uncertainty. And it's probably going to be like that for, for several more months. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so how do we, and, and this is something that I, I, that I, that I love to talk about too, to, to remind women. Um, and I, I talk about this, like in my, in my Facebook group, for example, um, to remember that we might be mothers, but we are also women. So we are like before we became moms or girlfriends or wives, we were, we were women. Like we had our own hopes and dreams and um, we had the things that made us happy. So we shouldn't need to let go of all that. Mm -hmm. And I know things are tricky, right? Because maybe you, like you said, you like to go out and get together with friends or maybe you like to go shopping at stores or getting your nails done. And right now, either, either like we can't do it or we don't really feel so safe doing it. So how do we like take care of ourselves and how do we cultivate that self-love um, mentality? Um, I think it's, for me, it's about focusing more on like our inner happiness right now, right? Mm -hmm. um, so it's funny. And I think I may have read something that kind of, trigger this in my thoughts, but you know, we are, we are stuck inside a lot. So let's, let's go deep. Let's go, let's go inside ourselves too. And, and see where we are lacking that self-love. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I, I love doing affirmations that helps me put myself in like a positive mental state. Um, so that I'm not worried. Like, you know, there's, there's worries about my business. Sometimes, of course, there's worries about, you know, kid going to school, you know, new baby, bring, bring baby home. And there's a lot, right. But if I can just put myself in a good mental state, then I know I'm going to be fine. <clears throat> no matter what, um, no matter what happens, I'm going, I'm going to be okay. And I'm going to, um, just keep showing up as my best self. And, um, that having that 
mindset, that like mentality is really what helps us keep going so that we can achieve our goals, whether it's, you know, fitness related or whether it's business related, whether it's motherhood related, whatever it is, it's just, you know, trying to be as positive as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, admitting that there's negativity. I'm not saying that we should just be like, Oh, I'm just going to pretend like everything is wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just knowing that, you know, we can, we can get through it and, mm-hmm. um, you know, just keep going. (laughs) Yeah. A hundred percent. And it is, it's sometimes it's figuring out like, okay, well, what is something new that I haven't tried or I haven't done before that, um, will bring me some self-love. And sometimes we forget that like, it doesn't have to be like physical things. Sometimes it can just be like working out could be self-love or doing yoga or taking a bath or, just simple things or just having 10 minutes of quiet time to ourselves um, is yeah. important too. Yeah. And yoga, I actually just added yoga. Um, I hired up a yoga teacher to work for my company. So we've, we've had her now once a week to do a live session and it's been such a nice um, addition to, to everything that I offer because it's a, it's a good reminder to just kind of like restore and quiet our brains and, and mm-hmm. relax um, and it's been, it's been great. Like, cause I never, I, I loved yoga. I, I used to, I did a little bit of yoga years ago, but the excuse was always like, Oh, I don't have time for yoga. Like I already do enough like, yeah. no, I time for yoga. So I feel like, um, you know, now that, now that I have it there, it's like, okay, now I, now I can participate and like actually, you know, I'll also use this. So yeah, I think, like I said, it's about, figuring out, um, what areas in in your life need that little extra attention. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. yeah, I love that. Such great information. Uh, do you have any other tips or tricks or anything else that you wanted to touch on today? Um, I think it's, no, not really. It's, you know, find, find people that you connect, you know, connect, keep connecting with people, um, find, um, find your tribe, find people, um, find, you know, accounts. Like I found, you know, your, your Instagram and your podcast, find people that you connect with and like, you know, reach out because I feel like we are lacking connection. You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're not able to get together with people. We're not able to go to events. So stay, stay active in, you know, whatever communities make you feel good and ignore the rest, you know, yes, follow the negative stuff, follow the positive stuff that you connect with. And, um, yeah. I yes, I totally 100% agree. And especially like right now, it is so hard to like connect, but we are so lucky that we are also in an age where we can digitally connect super easy over the internet. So that's super exciting. So my last question I always ask everyone is if you could give advice to a mom, which you are about to enter the deep years of little motherhood again, but you were in it. um, What is your advice for a mom? Oh yeah, that would be to take the help. Mm. If someone offers help, say yes. (laughs) (laughs) Say absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, 
I, I remember like when my son was born, I wanted to kind of do everything and, you know, people would come over and be like, Oh, I'll hold him. If you want to go take a shower, I'd be like, no, 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 it's okay. You know, I'll just get him. And you know, no, take the help. Yes. Now, especially the (laughs) second time around, I would tell you if somebody comes and offers to do your dishes, let them. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Don't be afraid because when somebody is offering you their help, they're also like wanting to share their love. Um, mm-hmm. so take it, you know, take, take it, accept it. And, you know, maybe pay it forward, you know, Yeah. Is, but, but take the help. <laughs> yeah. I a hundred percent agree. And that's a great point that if someone's offering to help, it's because they truly want to, like when we think about ourselves, um, when we offer to help someone, like we totally really want to help them. But sometimes when you're on the receiving end, it's hard to remember that, that no, like they really do want to help. So I love that. So if people want to connect with you after this episode, why don't you tell them where they can find you? Sure. So, um, the best place really would be, um, my Facebook group. It's called the fit femmes tribe. Um, so again, talking about community and, you know, positivity and surrounding yourself with all that. Um, my community really is um, focused on that, focused on uh, positive mindset. And I teach all the, all the, the tricks and the tools of how to make fitness something that improves and doesn't consume your life. So it's a great community for um, any working mamas, female professionals who, um, who want to, really transform their lives via fitness and healthy eating. So, um, so there, and then I'm, I'm also on Instagram. Um, I'm the petite fastinista on Instagram. Um, but yeah, if you want a, a little community, then definitely the, uh, the Facebook group is a good place. And I actually uh, do free, um, fitness workshops as well. So there's, there's always something going on in there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today and for sharing all of your great wisdom. Thank you, Michelle. I appreciate you having me. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Busy Years Podcast. If you loved this episode, would you take a screenshot and share it on your favorite social media platform? If you're over on Instagram, I would love for you to tag us at the Busy Years Podcast and tag me at Michelle Ann Hagen. I would also love if you could leave a review on whatever podcast platform you are listening to this episode. By doing that, it helps me to be able to create other amazing episodes just like this and help get the word out about this podcast. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram or Facebook, and you can find me at Michelle Ann Higgin, or you can join our Facebook community called the Busy Years Podcast Community. You can find that located on my Facebook page, or if you head to the link in my Instagram bios, you will be able to connect to us there. I can't wait to be able to meet you and to put a face to the listener. We'll see you next time, my friends. Hey mama, did you need someone to remind you that you are worthy of your dreams? That you can take action in the middle of motherhood? I just wanted to pop in and give you another reminder, friend, that you got this. You can do this in the middle of motherhood, no matter how busy the years get.